When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Meta Show. Thanks for joining us, Merc, at the last fucking second. I appreciate that. That was a nice little, like, head jock move that you pulled off there. I'm very pleased that you uh, could join us today on the show. Today right is December top. 4th. It's December 4th, 2021. It's a fireside edition because we didn't have any idea what, what to do for this week, and we couldn't do planning meetings because I was in New York City. So whenever we want to do just to have a fun time and hang out, we just grab Merck and Nam, and then it's you and me and Merck and Nam, or Mittens and me and Merck and Nam, and and all the rest of you people, and you get here and sit and watch it. So you can either say, this is either the Meta Show Fireside Edition or Rampage Incorporated's For Camera Friday Saturday Afternoon Edition, whichever you feel like, <laughs> because we do the same thing, right? So welcome. Oh, nice, guys. Why? Yes, I, I am wearing, as it, as it is a Fireside, I'm wearing a T-shirt. This, this is an original. I'm going to try to not show the entire camera my crotch or something here, but this is an original uh, Red Swarm Federation uh, from 2007, this is one of the first like Goonfleet T-shirts, and and the it's not real Russian like that's some American or or English speaking person's idea of how you would say Goonfloat in, in Russian, and it's it's completely wrong. But I love the I love the Red Swarm B the the B and the Yushanka has always been one of my absolute favorites, and uh, there are very few pieces of Eve swag that I treasure. But this is you know I, I like when. Uh, we're doing M2 or like, you know, when it's like really big fights, this is kind of like, you know, I'm a little superstitious in, in certain areas. And, and this is one of those shirts that I, uh, I, I reach for uh, when I want the, uh, the, the spirits to be on our side. So I think that is yeah. the best uh, goon swarm t-shirt that's been made. I, I, I think it, do you it, have one of those non? I do. Yes. Nice. Very nice. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to start running my mouth like I always do. I'm, I'm not sure what I'm telling everybody, guys, I'm going to start running my mouth because you guys are used to it. <laughs> but uh, wow. So it's been an interesting week, mainly from uh, what we haven't heard uh, more than what we have heard uh, because CCP said they were going to have some sort of winter announcement. Uh, but I think probably from a, a strategic perspective, it's a good thing uh, that they appear to be uh, scared into silence and that maybe eventually they'll start listening to people about how their game works. Uh, hope springs eternal. Uh, we had, so, you know, th there's still all of this mess in the background. I have some, uh, you know, some things to say about that perhaps later on the show. Um, but on the other hand, you know, there's, there's some potential space spaceship balance on the horizon, maybe possibly, uh, Something like that. Maybe. Yeah, we're all sort of Maybe waiting for people to play their cards. There's a couple of town halls scheduled for tomorrow. I don't think anything crazy is going to be coming from the town halls, but, you know, there is like, oh, Tess is going to give a town hall. Is anything going to come of it? Probably not. Uh, but, you know, stuff's happening, I guess. Uh, so that's progress. We have a, a hype train going on. That's also nice to see. I should probably be mashing some emotes here in chat. Um, but yeah, Thank you guys. guys have been, uh, you guys are all on the CSM and I'm not, which means I get to run my mouth as much as I want. Uh, not like that made a big difference when I was on the CSM. How have things been this week, guys? How's, uh, how's life? How's, how's stuff? I'll, uh, you know what? I'm going to pick on Merkelgen first because. Uh, <laughs> well, he has the biggest head of all of us <laughs> he does, here, he does, so he, he should does. go first. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you for calling on me first. I. Just this, want this motherfucker say. missed coffee today because I can't shut up in meetings, so I'm, I'm just keeping. Them. All right. Well, for us, this is a war of extermination. It's just, uh, it's just against CCP these days. So uh, things are going great. We're having a good one. There's been some back and forth. I'm sure we're going to get to it uh, a little bit later. Some of it has gone better than others. Uh, you know, the the customer service stuff that came up earlier this week comes to mind as a situation where. We, we forgot 
to take the CSM off ramp before something major occurred and then very quickly recognized it was an unmitigated disaster and said, hey, we won't do that ever again. So, um, you know, it, things are going fine. It's that part of the year where I think right now, is it brisk? Is it unfair to just say we're sort of doing like guardrail duty right now? Like there's not oh. a ton of, of like stuff, meat on the bones right now. It's more just like, let's not create chaos where there is none right now. So from my perspective, and then I'll kick it to Nam because I want to hear what he has to say. This week is a perfect example of why all the people who bitch and moan and cry all the time and say, the CSM is useless. You guys are worthless. You don't do anything. We don't need you. The companies just do whatever they want. They don't listen to you anyway. That we can look at them and say, all right, here are, here's like a list of stuff that happened this week that we fixed before it got out of hand because they listened to us and did what we told them or recommended they do. And it's one of these things where there are times when they actually listened. And they realize that we're not full of shit all the time. Some more than others, obviously, but that we're not full of shit all the time. And that sometimes we do tell them things that are accurate and correct and that they want to follow because it's in the best interest of the game and it's going to make players happy and not make them crazy. And we had three examples of that this week. And I think, you know, we'll talk about it in a second, but I want to find out what Nom Nom thinks about how this week has gone CSM wise. Well, it's uh, something I've been saying for a long time, which is when CCP talks to the CSM before they talk to the players, it always goes better. And when they don't, they very often wind up creating a shitstorm of drama where none would, none's even necessary. And the, uh, exactly. like the ganking thing is a good example of that. And then the, uh, the Abyssal Siege module is also a good example of what happens when they actually listen to the CSM first. And God, can you like, can you imagine the shitstorm if they didn't do the exploit notification? Right. And a whole bunch of sieged titans happened to die over this weekend. No, and that I, was what I, that was what was going to happen too. Right. You know. I, I feel bad for you know I feel for Norris on this one. Like uh, I, I don't know if you've got the 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 R Eve post. You know. We weren't planning this ahead of time, but now that the reference is topical, Brisk, if you can like find or dig up, or somebody can find and dig up that uh, uh, screenshot of what Norris announced to FRT, it is basically like, hey, Snuff might have these things. We might need to have these things. We can't trust the reimbursement queue or anything. Like there is an immense amount of hesitancy uh, in the the current environment. I think for people to really break out some of the big boy toys. Uh, especially where you don't know if CCB has the bandwidth or the capacity to uh, intervene in an exploit scenario and unfuck. Uh, and so it, this is, so you got you know, guardrails duty is like one of the primary purposes of the CSM is to shoot down the dumbest ideas so that nobody has to hear about them. Uh, and between this situation, and then there's also, uh, you guys had another little adventure with uh, some, some Concord stuff, I think. Um, wild so uh how long was it from the time that you guys raised the red flag with ccb until they got a, a notification out what was if they're going to do something good let's find a reason to give them some fucking gold stars here well all right so here, here all it was a like, matter of hours good well good well yeah okay or maybe yeah. well well <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> okay. i'm trying guys i'm trying so, I'm all right trying. so i'm gonna pull up on the here is the the abyssal siege module no, exploit notification they they wrote this up and got this out very quickly after Merck and Nam and I and others went crazy and said, Hey guys, you got to fix this like immediately because we're hearing from multiple major alliances that they're in the process of about to field these things. And if you don't fix them now, you're not going to be able to, and it's going to be bad. So please, can you guys get this out? Now, the whole story starts about. I want to say it was, it was last Sunday, as a matter of fact, it was November the 28th. And one of my buddies from uh, one of the groups that is involved in this, who will remain nameless, sends me a thing saying, Hey, I put in a support ticket because you can fit siege modules to Titans. And if you guys want to see it, I mean, it's pretty funny. Like you go over here and you can pull it up uh, and, and, and you can see the numbers like, 
you were getting this this Ragnarok, for instance, was getting three hundred and forty two thousand DPS with a siege module fit. So you could roll an abyssal siege module and stick it on a Titan because all of a sudden the dreadnought stuff was gone. So he put in a support ticket and they kicked it back and said, hey, you know, we're looking into this, but you got to go tell the CSM or you got to go do something else. So I said, fine. So he's like, can you, I said, you got the numbers and everything. Give it to me. I took it and I dumped it in the bug channel, uh, that we have on Slack and told the CCP guys. And that's the last I thought about it. So it comes to Friday and again, like we said, we had a bunch of people away. We had a bunch of people coming over and telling us about the, uh, about what was happening, that there was, there was literally about to be a fight and they needed to fix this. So we said, Hey, we need this like done ASAP. And I have to give, I give convict and, and some of the other guys on the team credit, they busted their asses and got it done. And within about an hour, we had the exploit notification out. And my understanding is that there's a fix ready. It's just, it's going to get deployed whenever the next patch is up. We don't know when that's going to be. So this was how it's supposed to work, right? The players find something, they report it. We get it in there. The company's supposed to fix it, but until the, if they can't fix it in time, then they put the exploit notification out. And it's funny because we were chatting, Merck and Nam and I chat like constantly all day long. And I think, Nam, you said they're going to fuck this up, right? I did. You know, so and and but and then like an hour later, he's like, "Oh shit, they didn't fuck it up." Very and, happy to be proven wrong. And I, this is the exact kind of thing you want to be proven wrong on that they finally got it back and and did it right. So that was that was the abyssal siege thing that happened this week. There was the other thing that happened, which was an example of what happens when you don't clear it with the CSM first, and then you do something, and then you got to walk it back because it's such a bad thing. And we can go into more detail about that. Merck, do you want to walk us through what happened there? Yeah, with sure. The, and the and you, thing? Use, you use the figure of speech, clear it. Like, clear it, when he says that, he's sort of talking about more publishing than he's talking about a decision, right? Like, the CSM right. is without any authority at any part in any process. All we are is a differential opinion. Some people choose to listen to it, some people don't. So that was, uh, what he means is, it's not that they're like, okay, Brisk, do you mind if we change this company policy? Right, like, right. No, it's like, no. will you guys proofread this release and see if we forgot anything important? So, or tell us this why is, this is a bad idea. Kind yeah, of. here's why it's a bad idea. So, if anybody has ganked a freighter um, in in the last couple years, uh, essentially what has probably happened during the gank, especially if you're doing multiple of them, and in uh, like a single system or a couple systems. Here's the process. You undock, the fleet warps probably to a perch, and then you warp down to the bumper or the tackle or whoever and shoot the ship. Well, here's the interesting part, and this is how it involves CCP. What happens next is all of the pods for the fleet warp over to a station. They then board rookie ships. And there's a reason for this. There's a methodology here. You take them all, undock them all at the same time while everyone still has timers, right? Criminal timers from shooting someone in that they weren't war decked from um, in high sec. And what does this do? Well, that takes all of those Concord ships that are sitting on the gate where the gank just happens because that happens. They call it a suicide gank. And that word is, I mean, it's poor taste, but what happens is you're warping in knowing you will not get away because Concord is going to come kill you as soon as you've killed the freighter. So when you undock all of these rookie ships, Concord then moves in the system over to that station where they are and cleans the gate off such that the next gank can be set up. So that has all, that is a part of every single gank. If you've ever done it, it's been a thing you've done it before. Maybe you didn't know why you were doing it, but that's the reason or behind that methodology. So CCP comes out with a statement. There was a guy, what was his name? Cliff or something like that. Yes. I think Cliff was a guy that got banned. Okay. So Cliff got banned and he goes to all his ganker friends because this community is very, incestuous you know jason they all Joe. know each other they're very it's good friends a, it's just a slurry of all this man meat and high sex so um 
gets them all riled up that it's like, oh, you're getting banned from Poland. Con- you're banned from Poland Concord ban, you know, and everybody's like, holy shit, this is a big deal. We wake up with a lot of messages and we're going in turn then to the customer service team like, hey, what's up with this? This has always been a thing. And they're, the, the, the signals coming from them were very confusing. That was the last of we heard of it until this thing dropped right here. Now, to be clear, we asked for a couple times we asked for meetings with the team so that we could go in and, and say, hey, what's the policy? What has changed? What was the situation here? You don't have to tell us about this individual player's thing because you're not going to. We know they're not going to. But at the very least, let's make sure we're all on the same page here, what's okay and what's not, because there are a ton of people that that do these high sack ganks. It's not just these three guys with you know they're all their alts. I mean, every, everybody on the stream has done them at some point. And I think a lot of you that are in chat have done them, including with us. So we, we wanted to know, cause nobody wants to be put in a position where you're risking getting banned because you're doing something that, that somebody thinks is an exploit, but everybody's been doing for the last 10 years. So go ahead, keep going, Mark. Right. So they released a communication that was about as clear as mud. Just it's on the like- screen. Yeah, you want it's, to read it's it. kind of like, well, like maybe perhaps and therefore first and first mostly like and, and you're reading it and you're like, what does this even say? And so we kind of raised the alarm. This is super unclear. Nobody had there were five Reddit posts up in 10 minutes, just totally uh, ruthlessly attacking them for putting something like this out because it makes no goddamn sense. Um, and 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 you know, to the, the customer service folks are just thinking to themselves, I don't understand what the big deal is. Like we won't, you, you wouldn't perma ban somebody, you know, like if they're confused and the rules aren't clear and, and we're kind of like, dudes, that is not how this works. Like to you, it may not seem <laughs> like a big deal, but like someone getting their account banned and then having to argue with you guys for three weeks about getting it back. Like that is, nobody's going to willingly do that. So let me just ask a quick question for the other people on the show. How many of you raise your hand if you have eaten a bullshit ban? I think I kind of earned mine. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. But that's, but that's the thing. Like everybody, I mean, we, we, Nama says it all the time. If you want to be a bitter vet and Eve at some point, you got to eat, you know, a, a bullshit ban. And yeah. when we sit down and talk to other CSM members, I mean, almost, I remember we were talking to like uh, back on 13, Jintan got banned. Tonya got banned. They all got, got it worked out. It was all bull, like random bullshit. Aerith got banned. All, all kinds of guys got banned and it was all worked out because, you know, there were issues, but if you got, Four of the most famous people in Eve on here who've all gotten banned by CCP at some point, deserved or not, there is that's, an, that's, that doesn't, side to that, though, you, you know, the, the, the is... only reason why I, I think that, you know, I haven't caught in game bans is because I focus mainly on the, the meta game, right? Like, I, I think it is a scenario where, um, th- this came up in a recent discussion, um, uh, in INN, I was talking to Reaver, our editor in chief, and she was pointing out that. Uh, a while back, there was this thing that was pitched around, and I don't remember what year this was, but it, there was this controversy where somebody within CCP was trying to get alliance leaders to be personally held accountable for any kind of botting that was found in their alliances, which sounds like a great idea if you are a complete idiot and don't understand that immediately what every other alliance in the organization of EVE Online Nullsec would do is plant false flag botters in other entities' things in order to get your, you know, you set your enemy up, right? It would just be absolute chaos. And uh, I didn't know who it was. This is something that we forgot about because that sort of went by the wayside. Um, and and it was, I think it was Rotati who was behind it. Uh, you know, there is this consistent history of uh terrible ideas that keep getting shoved upon EVE Online from this perspective uh, that is uh, inexcusable. And and I use the word inexcusable uh, not casually. I say it's inexcusable for a variety of reasons, beginning with the fact that an online video game like EVE Online is not a new product. This is not a new industry. This is not some emergent, cutting edge, nobody has heard of an EVE Online or an MMORPG before. This is a 18-year-old game 
in a mature industry that has scaled to the point that it is bigger, at least in the revenues in the US, uh, than mini sports, Hollywood, movies, all of it. The amount of billions of dollars thrown through the games industry is astounding. It's a very different world than it was in 2003. And in controversy after controversy involving just naked incompetence, we find ourselves in these situations where CSM representatives and various players are going, gosh, well, you know, we need to be nice to them. Gosh, well, you know, why are we, you know, are we being mean? I saw this really self-effacing masochistic whipped dog post earlier today on our eve where some dumb motherfucker is like, are we the meanest games? In, are we really the worst customer base? Maybe I should just get down on my knees and lick Rattati's boots and beg for forgiveness. Uh, you know, this real self-effacing cock shit. And it drives me crazy because this guy allegedly has been involved in EVE Online as a product going back like a decade, right? People haven't really seen hide nor hair of him until like the last three years or so after he sort of came over from dust and whatever. But I would expect at least a basic working knowledge of EVE Online being a baseline requirement for the person who has been put in charge of the entire fucking game. Uh, there has been... Uh, where was I headed with this? I, I've actually written this one down, guys. So one of the things I want you guys to keep in mind is we're dealing with CCB. The gold stars have been handed out for some basic unfuckings after stupid fuck-ups. It's all the, the lamest sort of gold star for competence to hand out. And I think that it is ridiculous that we are still in this scenario. We haven't had a, at the very least, a, oh shit, we fucked up, let's talk about it admission. And I don't think we're going to get one. Uh, we are in a situation where uh, freighters, freighters, naked freighters are worth ganking because a freighter, an empty freighter is four bill, right? And here's me, the worst and dumbest possible advocate for something as complicated and critical to the survival of EVE Online as the game's economy. I am the least ideal advocate for this, and yet here I am in a situation where I have to check my notes and remind everybody that a jump freighter now costs 15.5 to build, and that's only going up. What's going to happen to the EVE Online supply chain when now at this point it's, you know, my, the, those are big juicy kill mails. I'm sure there's not going to be knock-on effects from that. And, and one of the things that we are seeing here is, is that there is a repeated fundamental misapprehension about the core behaviors of the game EVE Online and what motivates the player base. And at this point, I don't know who is going to ruin their economy and their country or company faster because the only comparison I can reach toward is what Erdogan is doing to the fucking Turkish lira, right? Which if you are not following that little fun times, it's not a good comparison for either Ratati or for Erdogan. But here's a scenario where guys like, in an inflationary crisis, I'm insisting that we're going to keep interest rates at as low as possible ignoring everything that everyone who knows anything about the basic laws of economics. And he's one of these people that cannot be wrong. I'm wrong in public all the fucking time. It's not that hard. You can just be like, whoops, I was wrong. Sorry, guys, made a mistake. Best efforts, let's do something else. And what am I seeing from CCP and Rotati? I am seeing the same thing. The insistence that an 8 billionist dreadnought is a good thing. The insistence that we should trust them. Trust us, trust us, trust us. Actually, we have a number of things. I got so angry about this. Uh, I, I have some statistics. We'll go into this a little bit later. I don't want to bring up the charts yet. But one of the things here is if you're going to ask the player base to trust you when you end up in charge of the video game that you appear to have no idea how it works as you ram the investment that Pearl Biss put into this company into the ground, I'm really eager to see what the Q4 is. Numbers are going to be like, boy, howdy. Uh, that's going to be some awkward conversations. But um, if you're going to ask people to trust you, trust you, trust you, uh, you have to earn that trust in the first place. And when you haven't earned that trust, we end up in these scenarios where a otherwise non-controversial, maybe a GM used the wrong kind of wording in messaging about the Concord bands or whatever, but an environment where you have repeatedly fucked over and ignored the community and better still told the community that you know the game better than them when you're putting fucking bacteria in moons to mine and expecting that it's going to get you somewhere. <laughs> Asking for oh. people to trust you. 
isn't going to work. And that's a CCP, good point. That's another good point to bring it. Yeah, no, it's go a good ahead, point. Go listen, ahead. listen. Trust is not a God-given right. Absolutely. Oh, not. my God. You got it up before I can industry. say it, Rob. <laughs> Mature industry. That was Old good. Old game. This is an issue not of economics. In the, in the sense of EVE Online, it's an economic issue, right? That's the, the, that's the inflation comparison or whatever. But the reality is this is a bog standard game industry issue of mudflation of an older game needs to improve different carrots and sticks to incentivize players to keep chasing after the end game. In EVE Online, we call it the economy because in this case, the way you get your perps is you do some industry stuff and you get some titans and you smash them into each other. But the reason why CCP deserves all of the criticism that is coming their way is that there is literally no excuse for this shit. There are players, there are developers who know the game, who play the game, who understand it. Ratati and his crew have chosen repeatedly and publicly to ignore them and to say that they should be dismissed while showing as much understanding of the bog standard, well understood game, online multiplayer game concept of incentivizing an in game. He's showing as much understanding of that as Erdogan is of. Uh, macroeconomics but mittens you know what they're going to say <laughs> remember you have to remember that you keep using this word game this isn't a game this is a way of life eve is a hobby it's it's a thing we all do together it's an experience it's not just a game uh you know i mean i i I, but, I think that's true i think that's true because no it's it it, this just, is the problem it just a game What's happening to their wallets and to their Q4 earnings is very much not a game. Like when it's the Icelandic currency went under after Lehman went under, Internet spaceships was one of the core parts of the Icelandic economy. They had fishing, they had aluminum, they had tourism, they had Internet spaceships, their banks went poof. And next thing you know, like the Reykjavik Chamber of Commerce, whatever it was, like Hilmar is getting awards because they were actually a flagship company that was a source of hard currency for Iceland. So it's not just that this dumbass is tinkering with the game. It's not just that he doesn't, he's putting bacteria on moons. It's not just that there is a crisis of confidence. It's that there are, who knows what the knock-on effects of this stupidity are going to be. I don't know. It's bigger than any of us now. But, uh... <laughs> but this, but the, the point is when, when I make the jokes about like, this is, this isn't a game. No, just, but the whole point is silly. one of the, one of the things that Mark and Nam and I, consistently have to continually repeat over and over and it's not just to to ccp but to our fellow players sometimes when they get this in their heads is this is a game it's supposed to be fun like you're supposed to want it's it's what mark said last year in that video you know you, nobody wants to like spend a day going in and dealing with all the sorrows of daily life and then come home and get another kick in the nuts in the game that you play because that's not fun. That's not funny. It's not why we play Eve. And we've been eating a steady diet of nerfs. And I told CCP flat out, like two days ago, you need to take your nerf bat and lock it in the deepest, darkest hole in Iceland that you can find and forget you have it for a couple of years because the players are not willing to eat any more of these nerfs. They are sitting at their keyboards with one hand on a pitchfork and the other on their mouse, and they're ready to take the pitchfork out the minute that they see something that they don't like. And you gotta, we gotta stop with all this economics nonsense, stop running this thing like it's somebody's you know train economy simulator and get back to doing stuff that's fun. Content, not just PVE content, p things that drive PVP content, new things to do, new ships, new stuff to get excited about. If we don't do that, then the numbers are going to keep dropping and we're kind of at the point now and Merck, you can go into this in more detail because this is your, your soapbox item. We're kind of getting close in certain time zones to critical mass where there's not enough people in space to sustain the game. Right. Um, it's it, there, there's sort of this misrepresentation or mischaracterization of our position that we wanted five Titans in every hangar or something like that. Such is not the case, and that's taking liberties with our words and twisting them, but that's something we get pretty used two to titans, around here. Two titans and everything. Yeah, so um, it, this is the thing. 
it's too late for us to say, I told you so about Rorkel's breaking the game and its economy, because we were very strident and loud about, you cannot do this. You can, we cannot do excavators that will absolutely fuck everything up. And oh, predictably, here we are. That's a story for another CSM, right? It's too late for that. Um, there were two paths that the game could take in, in that I think most people recognize. The first path was, Let's recognize that there's 2,000, 3,000 Titans running around in EVE Online now, and let's try to give them something to do, right? Like some, you, can, you will never be able to tune like a Haven well, as long as the variants of ships that may be running that Haven ratting are anything from a Myrmidon to an Avatar, right? Like maybe we need something for the avatar to do, a dungeon for the avatar that is not made for this little tiny battle cruiser or something like that. And our platform was continue to raise the aspirational roof for these things. Things like Titan Titans, right? We've talked about it a million times. Take one Titan of every race, squish them together, and there is one hull left over that's 50% better than the one you started with. That is not a Faction Titan. Faction Titans suck shit. Who wants a fucking web bonus or a newt bonus on their goddamn Titan? You ever been in a fucking Titan fight? Like, who even dialed this crap in? Um, <laughs> anyway, like... We, we had sort of advocated this pathway. Now, some people will in bad faith say that we're advocating some kind of theme park simulator or something like that, but- But, the, oh my God, oh my couldn't, God. Couldn't I already be, banned that nerd. Move right. on. No, but yeah, here's, it, the, this is what drives me crazy. And Merck, I want to defend you on this because what you were saying makes perfect sense to anybody with two brain cells that you can rub together. You're not saying make the game a theme park game. No, this is not a theme park game. It's a sandbox game. It's always been a sandbox game. But the one thing that the theme park games do consistently well is when everybody gets to the end game and everybody levels all their characters up and everybody finishes all the content, well, what do they do? They make new content. Right. They give the guys that have done everything something else to get, and you build from there. We have not had a bigger ship than a Titan in 15 years. We have not had any new ships in new capital ships other than the trig dreadnought in years. We haven't, we've seen, we, I get asked on a daily fucking basis about angel capitals. When, when are we going to finish the angel capital line? When are we going to get angel tights? When are we going to get, we saw the crab Titan. We saw all the drawings. We know you guys have it ready to go. Maybe you need to do the balancing, but we know all the stuff's there. And, and they asked me for this on a daily basis. It's, right. it's, it's not even a joke. It's Give important. us new stuff. Please, it's, it's been to years. Identify that that so that was one pathway that was that was advocated. You, it's too late. The the genie's out of the bottle. You've got all these titans. You've got all these supers. Let's figure out stuff that we can do with them um, so that they keep blowing up because we like it when they blow up. Everyone likes it. So the other pathway, which is very important to mention, is the pathway where we're on where they were just made impossible to build. And then everyone goes, la, 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 la. Let's pretend there's no supers and Titans, right? If you're a new player, you don't own a super, you don't own a Titan. You're never going to get one. How is you that fair? How is that? How can anyone reflect on those two particular eventualities and seriously think we've made some great decisions to this point? You know, I mean, <laughs> we are dealing with absolutely cratering login numbers and i think it's cheap to say well you know the eve population has been dwindling forever you don't need no, a fucking accelerate nose dive i've never right. seen anything like this right so um i think we took the wrong path i don't think it's too late to get back on the right path but holy shit it's going to take a lot of work getting out of this hole and and i'm super super concerned about what that means because Every single thing that you pluck out of the game, every single thing, even the hated Rorkel herds, those were game styles that, that a certain subset of the population participated in. And we all like to think like, well, if you're not like a small gang roamer, you, your vote doesn't count. Shut up. You know, like these were all paid subscriptions, man. And, and everybody was a customer that was providing income. They were making it sure that the resources were out there. They were having fun. They were making it so people like us who prefer to hunt had something to hunt because as Brisk alluded to earlier, what would I know? I only stream about 25 hours of roaming in EVE Online a week, but I'll tell you, my fleets are shooting each other more than we're shooting anyone else because there isn't a whole lot 
out there anymore. You know, people are doing it in abyssals and shit like that. They're how fun is it hunting, mining barges? Do you know how fun that is? They're gone five fucking jumps before you ever get to the system, <laughs> and they're sitting on the goddamn Athenor waiting to zap your ass. Like there is nothing left out there. We've taken it all away. What are we going to put in its place? Because it's sure as shit is not going to be a bunch of fucking hulks. And anybody who thinks that's going to be the case doesn't play this goddamn game, you know? So I, I'm very concerned about it, Bresk. No, okay. and, I, and I think I mean, that's something we're all concerned about. I think Bargos made a, a very solid point in the chat. We don't, the numbers don't have to get to zero before the game's not viable. I mean, the problem is- It's a failure is, cascade issue, absolutely. That's exactly the, the issue. I mean, that's a, the thing. A social when we have precarity. a game- when you have a game like Eve that is dependent on other players to provide the content, for the most part, we are each other's content. Mm -hmm. And if we are not willing to go out and fight because we can't afford to replace our losses or because it's too much of a pain in the ass to do it, or because the bad guys won't show up and fight if we bring too many people, or, or we have to fight on a grid with a Citadel and it's impossible to really fight there. So there's all kinds of issues and all kinds of things that deflect content and stop content and stop fights from happening. If all that stuff is the case, then people are just going to stop logging in. And I actually, I had to start the show. I almost, I almost started the show today with a joke saying, here we are. We're all here to talk about our favorite game, Forza 5. I mean, EVE Online. <laughs> because I'll tell you, Merck and Nam and I have been playing Forza 5. We love that shit. It's great. It's fun. But this is okay. our game. And it's just, we don't want to see it die. And, and, and again, we, we've gone pretty hard on CCP the last couple of weeks. And I think it's, I think it, I have to give them credit. I think the beatings have improved morale. We're finally, we're finally starting to see, I think, a, a, a turn. And I'm looking forward to them finally getting this winter blog put out. And I'm more, more importantly, I'm looking forward to seeing the FanFest keynote whenever it comes out or whatever they decide to do. Because I think we have finally got it in their heads after a year or plus of yelling that we're tired of all these economic changes that it's time for stuff that creates content, not just PVP content, PVE content, new ships, new, new stuff, new missions, finally fixing the mission system, things like that. We're finally, I think we're finally fixing faction warfare, for example. I think we're finally making some progress in getting CCP to stop focusing on what they think is the most important thing to keep Eve going, which was their view of what the economy needed to be and focus on what the players are asking for that keeps us engaged and interested and that's always new content, providing new PVP opportunities, new PVE, new ships, new stuff, and then fixing the problems that have made it impossible to do the stuff that we want to do, like dealing with the, with the Citadel issues, dealing with, with, uh, with the cost of dreads, dealing with the cost of other capital ships, and then finally getting them out into space. I think we're, I think we're kind, we finally got it in their heads, but again, and Nam, you know this more than anybody. Until it's in the game, don't trust them what they say anything, right? Right, absolutely. And the you know everyone's focusing on the Rorqual, uh, but if you look back to before CCP went on their whole uh, anti-PVE crusade, um, I mean, they didn't just go after Rorquals. They went after capitals. They went after super capitals. They went after subcapitals. Um, you know, before this whole shit show started. You could go roaming and delve and you would find an Ishtar in an anomaly. And that Ishtar would be there. He would be active. He would be sitting there looking for a fight. You know, he would have a Sino fit. He would be in a standing fleet. And he knows that if that roaming fleet catches him, he's got he's gonna be able to actually fight it out. And that made it a whole lot easier to catch people and to get fights. And it didn't rely on the PVEers being fodder for the hunters. And nobody wants to do that. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, like at a fundamental level, we're in a scenario here where people are being forced to hope that the people that decided to remove belts and now there's rats. Gate rats. Piles yes. Of rats How wonderful is that? Everywhere. Uh, that this, uh, is something that these same people are going to be turn around, be able to turn around and fix. And like, so he, the thing is, is this. Chesterton's fence. This is salvageable. 
it is extremely salvageable. And one of the reasons why CCP should not actually get anyone's uh, sort of mercy, I guess is the word, people, people call it mercy when it comes to this, is that in many ways, we are in a similar scenario to the Incarna crisis a decade ago. And there were solutions in the Incarna crisis. In the Incarna crisis, CCP, instead of putting more sand in the sandbox, we were saying, put more spaceships in the spaceship game. Don't take sand away. Don't tell us that we want, you know, uh, walking in stations. Couture, it's not a game about couture. It's about fucking spaceship violence and all the power and the politics and everything that comes surrounding that, right? Uh, more spaceships in the spaceship game. We have been here before. CCP has been here before. Ratati. Ratati was apparently at CCP and working on Eve in some capacity during the Incarnate Crisis. I don't know what it was. I don't remember running into the guy. He wants to put bacteria on moons, and he seems like a console. We fixed that. Me. That was another thing we fixed, though. Yeah. So, so uh, after the meta show, listen, I'll tell you this. After the meta show, we stomped on them hard on this R4 thing, and within two days, they rolled it back. Beatings so. will continue until basic competence and industry best practices in terms of gameplay and the finances are restored. And if we are not delivering those beatings, then the bosses, the people that CCV are beholden to, whether they realize it or not, will deliver those beatings. We are in a scenario here where one of the things that bothers me so much is the people that seem to actually know how EVE Online works within the company have been sidelined to who knows where, right? I would, I would love to have CCP Fozzie in charge. I would love them to find Fozzie. Did you ever think you would say those find words, Fozzie, boss, by the way? Give him a badge because Fozzie for all of our differences, Falcon for all of our differences, every, even Grayscale understood at least a decent amount about the game. And also all of those devs were part of a hierarchy, which sort of meant that as employees of the company of CCP, that the amount of damage that they could do to the game in the areas where they made errors could at least be walked back. Fozzysoft really sucked. We were really mad about that for a long time. I'm still not a big fan of it, but it at least has been fixed in tweaks and ways to mitigate the damage. And Fozzy plays the video game. He knows the video game. You know, we're in a scenario here where I'm looking at this Rattati and Psych stuff and bacteria moons. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give these people a gold star for walking back the fuck ups they shouldn't have made in the first place because it was a I fuck know, up I that know. they did that. They could have asked the CSM and said, What do you guys think? And they would have said, probably, what the hell are you thinking? But no, they don't want to do it because Rattati, like Erdogan, refuses to admit that he is wrong in the face of all public evidence. So that is why I expect the PCU to continue to plummet. Because until there are actions that are taken that put the people that know spaceships in the spaceship game in a position to put more spaceships in the spaceship game instead of adding a waste, which is now residue as a feature and expecting that they deserve an A plus for the worst sort of responsibility for the worst sort of guidance for the worst sort of I'm trying to grope for the words here there's no excuse for it the stewardship that's what I'm the word I was looking for these people are stewards of a legacy of the oldest and most unique and most interesting online game in the history of the internet and yet they do not have the good grace to put somebody who actually understands the game or PC players, because apparently it's some fucking console guy has been left. Oh, here is here's another one. Sorry, it's a horse in a hospital. We're going to the John Mulvaney horse in a hospital analogy. This is a, I'll get to that in a bit. If you've seen the routine, you know it. But we're in a scenario now where these dudes who are messing around with the controls and saying that, oh, Rorquals were making it so bad for miners to be able to make money. If you actually look at the mineral charts during this era, you would see that at the time that Rotati is accusing Rorquals of being the problem for the little guy miner, actually the facts show that Megasite was the highest it ever was until his ass was allowed to get control of the economy and ram it into the fucking ground. The basic facts and the basic assumptions that CCB are making in all of their public statements are, are just obviously, with you do a basic fact check, wrong. And that is why 
we are in scary times. Idiots. Oh, find Mark, Fozzie, I don't know about you, but Fozzie and give them, put them in charge of something. That's where we are. Mark, and now I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking forward to our Wednesday meeting now. So <laughs> it's going to be fun. It'll be interesting. Listen, Mittens and I have a fundamental difference of opinion about this subject, and it's not normally he and I see eye to eye on everything. My whole take is always when I ask somebody to do something and they do it, I say thank you. And in this regard, they fixed the shit that we told them to fix. Yes, it would have been much better had they not fucked up in the first place. But at the very least, thank you for listening and doing what we suggested. That's a nice, that's a nice step. But at the same time, I, I have to reiterate again, what he is saying, what Nam and Merck and I have been saying for multiple years on the CSM while we've been going through the famine expansion. And that is, this is a game. It's supposed to be fun. When it stops being fun, people stop playing. And unfortunately, that's what it looks like people are doing. And here's the biggest problem. Okay. Since Eve became a free to play game, there's no, there's, it's very easy for people to walk away because their accounts are still there. They can still log in. They can still do all kinds of stuff as alphas without paying a th single thing to the company. But that doesn't mean that that means that they get the benefit of being able to able to say, I unsubbed, I walked away. I did. I didn't want to play this game anymore, but you can't tell whether they're in space or not unless you're looking at things like gate jumps and the like, and they go and they put these daily login campaigns that make it very easy for people to log in literally every single day and inflate their daily active user numbers because people go in there, they click claim and they get their day's worth of, of, of almost to 150 million skill points, 150,000 skill points, which has value. That's, that's 600 million is worth of an injector for an 80 plus, uh, million skill point character. So people do that. I log every single one of my accounts in every single day, whether I play them or not. And most of the time I'm only playing one, but they do that and it inflates the numbers and makes it look good. But I'm telling you from the people who are playing the game literally every night. And if you want proof that we're playing it, you can watch us do it on rampage. We're not seeing the numbers that we saw before and we're worried about it. And we think the solution is to stop dickering with the, with the economy. Stop playing any of this, this, this dumb train simulator nonsense and get back to putting the spaceships in the spaceship game. I think if they give us some more content, they fix some of the stuff that's denying content right now and let us go back and do the stuff we want to do without changing everything every five minutes. I think you're going to find, I mean, how, how, how does any Alliance leader plan a war right now? <laughs> I mean, how do you do it? How do you do it? Oh, right. So, was, you know, I'm sure the big that thing that the... wars are not the driver for the interest and engagement of the video game Eve Online. I think that one of the funniest wake up calls for Ratati and his quizlings, whoever else he's got, licking his boots and agreeing to his dumb ideas that are ruining the game. Uh, I think that he got a pass from the plague and the war. And you can clearly see from the hubris, and you know it's funny when I'm calling it. When, when I'm saying anyone has hubris, right? Like we're in the, kind of the red zone here, right, guys? But you know, when, when you have a scenario here where you look through all of this process, what I think was happening is is that Rattati was pointing at the graphs and the numbers and the activity of the game during Corona and during the the war and going gosh it's because of my genius and all this scarcity stuff is is wonderful and i'm i'm so smart and whatever uh and then uh the the moment that these some sort of external factors keeping the engagement in the game propped up uh were removed then the reality has sort of been exposed uh it, it is a curious position that we find ourselves in yeah one yep. thing that like you know we're at the point where we're we're basically talking about praising CCP because they didn't shit on the rug again. And all right, yeah, like let's, you know, baby steps. Um, let's not uh, shit on them too badly for doing the right thing. But I would like to go back to praising CCP for, you know, releasing a good feature or releasing a new set of ships that's a lot of fun. That, I mean, I agree a thousand percent. It's what I said two weeks ago when I did my open love letter to CCP. Like, I don't like doing these shows where we shit on you guys the whole time. I want to praise you. I want to be excited about stuff. 
I remember when the Triglavian stuff came out, that was cool. We were all like, dude, that's awesome. And when mm -hmm. you see like the new, like when they did the new Stargate animations, when they did the new, uh, the new jump gates where everybody's landing and you can see all that stuff like that's cool. Wow. That looks good. You know? And then we go and we look at the mission system that looks like it was coded in 1997 for a fucking, uh, a bulletin board system where you dial in on your dial up modem and, and that's how you run the game, how you play the game. It's like a mud, you know, interface. And we're like, okay, please, we got to get some of this stuff fixed because the stuff that is exciting that players like, that's cool. We haven't gotten any of that. And part of it's because of COVID because we haven't had reasons for them to do big keynote speeches with the big knock your socks off uh, visuals and stuff. But it's also because they haven't been doing that type of thing either. We have not had a major, since the end of the Triglavian invasion, there has not been any major content increases. We've seen a dungeon here, or, you know, we've got new crab beacons here or something like that, but nothing that I think everybody looks at him and is like, that's cool. I want that. I want to do that. And that's frustrating. And I think for any, for Eve players, it's kind of, we're kind of at the point, like we can understand, all right, you want to retire some technical debt. Oh, you want to fix some stuff. You guys had a year and a half or more where the bulk of the player base was focused on something else, whether it was COVID or whether it was a NullSec war to do all this stuff that you wanted to do, where we were still going to log in and play because we had reasons to do that, that had nothing to do with what you were doing. Those are all gone now. So you don't, your time is up. No more time for goofing off. The war gave them a perfect chance to do all of that because what people what people want when they're going to start a war is they want to know that CCP is not going to pull the rug out from under them. Right. Right. And listen, I know, I know, listen, we give Rattati a hard time. Men's especially gives Rattati a hard time. I don't think it's just his fault. I think this is a, a, a soup to nuts kind of issue yeah. because no, I gonna, think it's, gonna, it, it's, 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 it's I, not, I gotta get in on this. I mean, if you want, go ahead. I mean, I'm telling you, I, listen, it's not just, there are other people that we've worked with. There are other folks that, that I think, are as as complicit in this as, as just him petitioning season like dude okay I, I gotta deal with this guy in chat here so this is a reasonable question from our cursus so i, I don't want to like shit on over shit on it in like the way that ccp deserves for their repeated failures to do the needful uh and he has a reasonable question which is is it appropriate to be shitting on Rattati because he's just a middle manager and aren't there somebody in senior management that can handle things uh in the past there have been controversies with various developers or people you know might be disagreements with an executive producer ccp is infamous for changing titles uh every other week uh their org chart is always just sort of a confusing mess and, you know, it's sort of after a certain point, it's just like changing name badges. And, you know, you're an executive producer now. Oh, we've got a team of three executive producers. Now you're a product owner. Uh, as far as we can tell, the reason why Rattati is deservedly getting hammered on is, is that there aren't any breaks on this nonsense because he is in a position in the org chart where, as far as I can tell, the only person who is possibly responsible for him is Hilmar, who I think left him in charge. And beyond that, who knows? So actually, actually, the real response is not, gosh, we're being mean to a middle manager. The problem is higher up. The actual response is calling this guy out publicly and repeatedly for his demonstrations of incompetence and negligence in managing one of the most fascinating games that has ever been made. The responsibility is at the person who has their hand on the wheel. Now, you could disagree with this. You can say, oh, that's not really how it is. But the, the chessboard is such that this guy has his hand on the wheel. And the people who actually know how the video game works seem to have been exiled to Dev Siberia, right? And this guy's putting bacteria in moons. And the, the, the good news is that the CSM and the player base were able to say, don't put bacteria in moon mining and stop it, right? This is a scenario where very publicly, this guy has claimed credit for all these things. For the last couple of years, he's gone around telling any game journalist that'll give him the time of day about how it's so important to trust him and how he knows what's going to happen. Just you wait and see. It's going to be wonderful when we get to the other side of it. And he's fucked it up completely. And there is no way that is going to get changed or fixed unless you tell the truth to power. Unless somebody says, 
this guy said these things in public. Here are the charts, the graphs, and the facts showing that those are absolutely incorrect. So either he's lying about it or he's just completely wrong and doesn't want to listen to anybody. Shades of Erdogan. And we're in the situation. And until you learn to confront the people who are fucking the things that you care about up, until you learn how to set a fucking boundary and say, no, it's not enough in the spaceship game that we give you a gold star developer for unfucking the thing that you shouldn't have done in the first place that you could have avoided fucking up. It is important to assign blame where it is deserved. And CCP Rotati has been in every single situation where he's been interviewed, extremely clear about his ownership of the product and therefore his responsibility in stewarding that product. To, I mean, basically, if this guy just didn't do anything for the last two years, if he did nothing for the previous two years, the game would have been in a better place. Everything that he has touched has been, uh, it just, it's a minus EV ding. It's a, it's a horse in a hospital. Here's this, like, none of us really know what to do. How are you going to negotiate with, like, he doesn't know EVE online. What are you going to do? What are you going to argue about? Oh, or we'll just put PI in, in, in moons. Like it, it's worse almost to try to engage with a situation because every time we have tried to engage with a situation, dumber and worse things happen. Uh, so no, to, to make a, a long answer short, uh, someone must say that when these people fuck up, they fuck up. If they claim credit, I have to, I have to eat shit all the time for things that I have fucked up and that have choices I have made in my organization, I make mistakes constantly. I make mistakes constantly. And you know what? My penis doesn't shrink. My penis does not shrink when I make mistakes. I'm not less of a man when I make mistakes because I can say, oops, I fucked up. Wow, that was hard. Oops, I fucked up. I'll try to do better. Maybe I'll listen better. Maybe I'll do extra work to restrain my instinct to just start screaming at the top of my lungs about something. I will, I, whoops, I fucked it up. I deserve that. How do we unfuck it? That's all it takes. And this guy is going to keep putting PI in moons rather than admitting his ignorance. So just remember, him. guys, no one's sausage ever shrank because they made a mistake. Let's just let's make it clear. There you go. All right. We are almost out. I can't believe that. Have we been bitching for an hour solid? It feels yeah. like we've been bitching yep. for an hour solid. Yeah. I'm yeah. impressed. It's good. Uh, Merck, Nam. You are the guest. I'm going to give you guys the final word. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk the show out, but anything you want to share with us before we, uh, we get out of here. Yeah. I, I, I think that like, it's important to keep in context that despite all of these tough opinions and these spicy takes and all that kind of bullshit, everyone's complaining because they super care about what happens to this digital product. No one wants to see it suffer. No one is high-fiving when things get super fucked up or the numbers start to struggle or so it, that just isn't, it isn't like that. People are bitching because they want it to be better. They want the product to be better. Nobody is calling like, oh, everybody, as of tomorrow, we're unsubbing it all. Like we would never do something like be that. Be here until they turn the lights out. Yeah, we, we've always said we will be the last people kicked out of this bar when it closes. Um, but that I, I think it's it's important to remember that is why you have sort of these ferocious opinions um, uh, about what's going on, because it seems to us a lot of this has been sort of playing out in slow motion. I mean, if you go back to when we were declaring the Rorkel is going to create this situation we're in right now, you're talking three, four years ago now. And and here we are just we have been talking about this stuff it's like a, a an accident that is playing out frame by frame and it gets really really frustrating like briss said there are, it does seem like maybe there are some additional receptors at ccp right now that are willing to say what is it that the player base is interested in well, maybe, maybe not now yeah yeah right but before the show they were Right. Yeah. Just, just, just saying. Grow his skin. Like, you know. It's, 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 it's subject it's to change. I'm sorry. The game where your company is hardened the fuck up. I'm just kidding. Dreams. Hard, yeah, yeah. But it's just about, I'm not mad at you, Brisk, obviously. But it, that's that's why they don't deserve any mercy. Because if they're, gosh, Eve is such a hard, cold, dark game, then maybe when we say, don't do the dumb thing, you don't cry in the fetal position about how the players called you dumb for doing something dumb when you didn't listen to anybody. 
This is a situation of their own making, of Rattati's own making. And um, yeah, but uh, I, 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 that's it. Sorry. Little last, last little rant came out there. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm Man, good. that red shirt, that, that red swarm shirt. We know we got to be careful. They when deserve we see it. That they deserve it. Beatings will continue until they stop destroying play styles and make the PCU go up by listening to their elected representatives of their customer base. Mark, are you done or you want to keep going? Anything else? Please. And I'm in it. I'm tapping you in, dude. <laughs> so it's just CCP is so out of touch on all of this, like Titans in particular. They're still, I feel like CCP is still thinking of Titans as they were in 2006, where there were four of them in the game. They launched Doomsdays through Sinos, they were impossible to tackle. And, you know, your alliance holding two or three of them made your entire alliance completely invulnerable. And that's not the world we live in today. Today, a Titan is a big dreadnought. If it gets tackled, it's going to die very quickly. They're, if you have a bunch of them, yeah, you can mess with subcaps, but they don't have haws. Like, there's very little that they can do to subcaps without putting themselves at a lot of risk. And, like, the power level on them is nowhere near where it used to be. But CCP is still thinking of them that way. So, yeah, so what if there's a thousand of them in Delve? They, they don't contribute that much. They're jump bridges. They, they, At peacetime, right. they're jump bridges, and they're, they're targets that are mainly a risk, right? right. Like the, the, only time our, the only time our Titan fleet becomes useful is when the Pappy Titan fleet is also on grid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bingo. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard a solid hour of the ranting and raving of those of us who still care so much about this game that we give up every Saturday afternoon in summer, in winter, around the clock, even on holidays to hang out with you and talk about this fucking spaceships game that we've all devoted way too much of our lives to. So I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in and watching. I want to say thank you to everybody for showing up. Thank you to Merck and Nam. Again, as always, our favorite fireside crew. It's always good to have you guys here. Uh, programming notes. We are going at right now is, is, uh, is EU Saturday night swarm. So we are going to raid the Dr. UK who is uh, hanging in there for mine. One of the guys for the EU SNS. Later tonight, as, after we get off the show, and in a little while, Merck and Nam and I will probably start streaming on Rampage Incorporated. For those of you who wonder if we play the game, we play it every night, except Wednesdays. You, you can watch us do it live on Rampage Incorporated. <laughs> and sometimes, well, well, and we play Forza. I guess, uh, I guess we're doing plugs. One last one. Mad yes, you got a plug. Com. Interesting furniture for successful nerds. You too can buy furniture from a space tyrant. Check it out. Free shipping in the continental US. I'm going to get better at plugging things. I know I'm a boomer. I'm 43. I'm getting with the, the hustle. Co I've got something to plug You got a birthday now. coming up soon, don't you? To plug now. Cool. Make sure to mash that like and subscribe button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smash that like button, baby. <laughs> There we go. There we go. So obviously, madfern.com, obviously, yes. Rampage Incorporated. Later tonight, watch our dear friend, the DJ of all time, Mind One, for Saturday Night Swarm with Goon Swarm starts at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you guys for watching. This has been the Meta Show for December the 4th, 2021. I'm Brisker Ball, joined by the Matani Merkelchen and Anominate. Thanks for watching, and you stay classy, New Eden. <laughs>